Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. I think the victory in life is in all the simple stuff. Tread not to corn. Tread not to corn. I mean, it don't bother me. I, sweep, I swept sidewalks, clean toilets, paint, painted clean, paid in my office when I worked for somebody else. Hosed a lot, washed cars. Done I was on commission, never got paid for none of that stuff. Don't care. I, I really did get paid for all that stuff. You really know the truth? God paid me for all that. It was great. But I became what I wanted to be before I got to do it. And you learn by being a good wife and a good husband and a good dad and a good bill payer and a good neighbor and a, and a good church person and a good relational person. That's how you get there. If you go as you grow, you're not acting. And nothing is better than being yourself. Nothing, nothing. I would rather have people argue with me than be themselves and pretend they're making me happy. So we don't agree. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Let's go eat lunch. We'll work it out. Might not even agree. I don't know. Maybe you know something I don't. Maybe I know something you don't. But what's that got to do with our fellowship? We're supposed to see a disagreement makes your character grow. If you get everybody to agree with you, you'll never change. You know, I was thinking about all the people. I was thinking about the body of Christ today. Do you realize how different we all are? This, is, this church has a whole group of different people. I go to Philly. I was just in Philly. They got them all. Pick a nation. Pick a nation, and it's in their church. I love it because I love diversity. So for me, it's perfect for me. I, I like all the differences. I, I, I was wondering the other day, I said, why don't you, I'm talking to myself, Joe, why don't you preach the same sermon exactly like you did in the first one. I don't think I'm capable of it. That's probably the real problem. Because I don't think in performances, I think in communication. So whatever I gotta do to communicate is what I'm gonna do, so you get it. It's all about communication. That's why religion is so hard to deal with because Jesus was a communicator and they were a ruling authority. Jesus was the Son of God. He had all the authority he needed, but he was a communicator and he broke it down and said, a sower sows the word. He never led from position. He led from relationship. It was obvious they knew, he knew what he's doing. I mean, they'd walk up to him and say, we could tell you're a teacher sent from God. You know, that's what they knew it. But he never used that as any means of leadership. See, you know, if Jesus had to do you know he had to be a Christian, right? <laughs> you realize he kept the law perfectly. He had to do it before he could tell you that you could. Oh my, Dad, we could go home. We can go home right there. 
He had to do it before he heaped it on them. Many of us heap things on people that we don't have any victory over, and we wonder why they don't want to talk to us. It's true. You're going to love us. Be a Christian. Have some personal victory in your life as a Christian. And I promise you in Jesus' name, because I know God, He'll start opening doors for you to win souls. If I, if I said you better go win some souls, if you don't have it in you, how are you going to do it? Power only works in reality. So when you actually believe it, there's an anointing on your life that produces the opening. If you don't have it, you'll go out and say, ain't nobody listening to my I'm not doing that. They told us, cussed at me. But your genuine Christianity hasn't, what does the word Christian mean? Anointed one. You got to have the Christ-like to have the anointing to be a Christian. That's why I always tell you, you know, I, I, this might be my gift, though, so I better watch. Because the apostolic gift likes going out where nobody knows nothing. And there ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. Excuse me, English. It's okay. They'll communicate. I like going out where there's nobody, and I've never been, and meeting new people and starting something. Even a fight, if you have to, but start something. In other words, you should make a difference. And it's because I actually believe the gospel. So I look, I'm sure the earth, I'm sure if I go in a one town today, somebody in there is ripe. Somebody somewhere got to want to hear something. Someplace. Father, I thank you. You lead me to him today in Jesus' name. And then I see, you notice I'm full of anticipation and I'm smiling. And a, you know what? A smile will track somebody. A frown don't track everybody. If you have no victory over yourself, how are you going to smile? But when you've got victory, you're just looking for something to do. You're looking for something to do. It creates an optimism in you. I slew the lion and I slew the bear and this uncircumcised Philistine is going to be as one of them. But if you haven't had any experiences in your private life with God, how are you going to have victory in the public? The qualifier was done when the brothers and nobody was there but the lion and the sheep. David was bad with God first before he got killed thousands outside of his life. He had to be discovered. Because when they come to have you, they realize he had anointing. He played and saw that with full of demons could relax. That if you're full of God, people that got demons are going to know you're different. You can't do it without the anointing. And to be anointed, you actually got to do it with God. To have an anointing, you actually got to believe it. You got to believe the gospel to have what the gospel says. Do you, realize that I, do you realize what freedom I'm preaching this morning? I'm not preaching bondage. I'm preaching, telling, I'm standing up here for 45 minutes telling you to be yourself. And you know what? If you look bad, it's perfect because now God can fix it. But the whole time you're not being yourself, he can't get his hands on it because you haven't let go. 
As Lester said, another man's head is no place for your happiness. If you're trying to perform to get somebody to like you, that's a prison if I've ever heard of one. You know, I never, this, remember now, I'm going to go back to my own life for a minute. You know that's why I said I've been written off so much I can be myself. I hate to say it, I was probably the biggest unfulfilled expectation you ever seen from the time I was born until I was 20 years old. Failed everything you could fail. I told you, my graduation card said we didn't think you'd make it. My own family, that's what the card said. Little did I know that, God, see, here, see, when you get some history, you can look back. Little did I know that God was, doing, was allowing that all along to make a certain kind of man that don't have to live with all the accolades to do right. See, you, all them people that are trying to, you're trying to get their approval, they're stealing your destiny. Be yourself so God can change you into a God man or a God woman and you'll be fine. But you have to be willing to put it out there and look bad while he's fixing it. I didn't tell you go be based on purpose. I am just telling you, until you can be yourself, you might not know what's wrong with you. Oh, man. If you can't be yourself, you don't even know what you need. You're so busy performing, you don't even know what you don't know. But when you become yourself, you can say, I can't do that. Because your pride isn't keeping you from wanting to know or your low self-esteem, because if you could admit you can't do that, you hate yourself because you can't, you feel like you're worthless, but you didn't know who you are and what you got because you're so busy looking at what you're not. You don't know what you got. You're a treasure of, of value. You're full of God when you got born again. And when he fashioned you in the womb, he knew exactly what he gave you. But if you're trying to be somebody else, you won't discover yourself. I'm preaching freedom. I, it might sound like I'm preaching harsh, but I like this harsh stuff. It gets me out. You get me out. Get me out. Don't leave me in jail. You got to be you. I had a guy work for me, and he said that. He said, you know, this is the only place I've ever been where I can be myself. You got, can people be their self around you? I know they're going to be accepted. That's, that's the big question. You want to win souls, do you realize they might have to tell you they had, they've been married 10 years, slept with three women, and got somebody pregnant and had an abortion. Now, do you want to get them saved? Because they got to confess their sin before they get saved. Who are they going to tell? If you happen to be the guy they're telling, do you have enough character to know all them evil things about somebody? And hug them and say, I'm so sorry about your life, but God can help you with that. You've got to be able to know all that stuff and maintain your Christian character instead of think evil of them because love is what will get that job done. I, I had all that in my notes, but some of it, we're not going to get there. But if you look at Corinthians you know, 12, it lists the gifts. For, it lists the gifts, you know, tongues, interpretation tongues, all those things. Then it goes to the governmental gifts, you know, apostles first and gift of government and, and miracles. But the next chapter, he says, let me tell you a more excellent way. And love is the one. He said, I just listed all the power gifts. I just listed all the office gifts. But let me tell you what really works. You need this, but let me tell you where the power is. It's in love. 
Love can know things about people and still love them. Those of you who got some wayward kids, try to work that out. Love them back. Don't fix them back. Love will give you the voice that they can hear. And if the damage is real high, you're going to have to love them a while. Those of you who have family members that you really are wanting to get back, God's given you an avenue this morning of how to reach them. You're going to have to put up with all the stuff you hate about them to love them so you have a voice. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.